Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. So, lots of people put bigger tires on their trucks. Yeah. And they don't regear. Where does all that stress go? It goes through transmission. And I'm mostly talking about you 60 RFE guys. Yep. Um, not saying that other trucks are impervious, but the 60 RFE is the most, you know. Sensitive. Sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> when you put big tires on a on a Dodge Ram, a 68, a 68 really kind of, the shirt, skirt gets a little short. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The lady of the night. It's going to try to run to its safe spot. Yeah. Sp- safe space. Gives it up real easy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the free ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. What's up, Ben? <laughs> What's up, my dude? I was I just told you this, but I'm gonna say it again. But I just turned twenty thousand miles in my truck. Twenty thousand. I wish I had well, a soundboard because I play the, the like cheering. When did I get that truck? Has it been like a complete year? I don't think it has. Has it? Wow, you do drive a lot. When did I get that truck? Well, we can check your Instagram feed because you post like once a year. So that's probably one of them. <laughs> no, I don't think I posted. <laughs> I don't think you posted either. I think I tagged you in a post for it. How do you even check your own shit? <laughs> I'll, I'll do it for you, Tyler. Hang on. No, I don't. I just have a picture of the truck and with the side by side on the roof. <clears throat> That's right. I think so I posted it on the us. podcast page, though. Let's see here. Let me scroll back a little bit I here. Can I get this thing updated? Came out. Here we go. There's that. There's that with the rack. There's. Let's what see. Had to have been. It, no. Had, wow. Did I really drive that much in like. Eight months? Have I had that thing only for like eight months? No, it's been longer than that. Let's see. So you had the rack on by August 5th. Okay. And I had the truck for a while. So. You, you're probably coming up on a year. Coming up on it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did get it just, I think I I think I got it uh, next month. So I'm, I'm coming up on a year because I remember saying it's like a like happy birthday to, to myself. That's right. My birthday is hey, next your week. your birthday's coming up. Next week, dude. Tuesday, Tuesday, my dude. Tuesday, my dude. I always remember my like I could. Well, I always remember my mom's birthday because it's a week before mine. So my mom's birthday was yesterday. I always remember because yours was right by my wife's birthday, oh. and every time I like before we had kids, we could actually go out and do stuff. Yeah, it's like you were always going out and doing cool stuff. But I was like, man, we can't. It's my wife's birthday. Yeah, damn. 
Yeah, we were doing a, yeah, we were, yeah. We'd always have like a, a party somewhere, but. Boat party Do you know who has the same birthday? Well, I have, the, let me rephrase that because he's older, but you know who has the same birthday as me? Who? Jesse James. Yeah. It's pretty dope. One of my childhood, like. The original outlaw the, himself. Yeah, yeah. Not like the yeah, actual yeah, Jesse yeah, James. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the one that makes guns and cool, and cool motorcycles and hot rods and cool stuff in, in Texas. Monster. Monster Garage. I love that show, dude. Yeah. Yeah. They, they brought it back. I haven't watched a single episode since they brought it back. Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say. So I put 20,000 miles on my truck. This has been the longest I have ever owned a truck that I didn't void the warranty in. Like, I've never gone 20,000 miles and I, because I, I usually, you know, do something to mm-hmm. void that out. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got full warranty, full everything. I think you've only changed the oil and, that, and airbags, and that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Does that make me not a diesel enthusiast? No, you're a diesel a performance enthusiast. guy. <laughs> you drive a diesel. You're halfway there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is Ben and Tyler coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Thanks for tuning in. If you didn't catch it at the beginning of the title, we this is America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Worst. <laughs> if you're new here, just know that every intro is worse than the previous. We go downhill here. Most people try and like bring them. No, we get worse. Yeah. Our first like. To- I think a lot of people have like uh, a pre-recorded intro. Yeah. Well, I mean, d- we do. We have the, we little, do. the eagle, the little you know, like fifteen-second little deal yeah. in the beginning, which we probably should record. Anyway. We, I think we need to. Yeah, I think it's pretty old. It's like two years old. Yeah. All right, Ben. Yep. When you're cruising down the streets of Spokane, and you hear that perfect, magnificent, beautiful turbo whistle. Mm-hmm. That can it, it just gets you going. I know one turbo that I always think of. What do you think of? I think of a goddamn fleece cheetah. Absolutely. Fleece Performance Engineering is a world leader when it comes to fuel system, engine parts, turbos, builder parts. Whether you're looking to replace a worn out stock part on your truck or go for that high horsepower mark that all your buddies are reaching, Fleece has got you covered. And you can rest easy knowing that we don't ever have warranty issues ever with fleece products, which is one of the reasons why we stock them by the pallet. High quality parts at a great price. Fleece has got you covered. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you can find podcasts. You can find us on there by searching America's Diesel Podcast. You can also find us on the old social medias, Instagram, Facebook, technically on TikTok, but not really, uh, YouTube. I remember if I said that already, but but YouTube, uh, YouTube is a great place to leave comments on episodes. We usually have a pretty decent discussion when they do come out every Thursday. We got a couple of usual usual suspects that's uh, that come in there and make some good posts. Uh, Instagram, we are trying to pump up our Instagram numbers, so please give us a follow there. Uh, we also do go live on Instagram fairly often. Uh, like we actually we record these every Wednesday. And after we record an episode, we usually go live on there. Well, it because it takes time for the episode to import on the computer, get saved before we start the next one. So if you ever want to ask questions or hop on Instagram and have a quick beer with the boys on a Wednesday, usually right around four thirty, five o'clock, right Pacific in there, time. Pacific time. Yeah, <laughs> today is probably going to be closer to about five o'clock because it's going to come out much later than today actually is right now. Anyways, but usually right around like four thirty, five o'clock Pacific time, hop on the old Instagram and you can find me and Tyler on there. Probably talking about nothing, but still talking and having a great time. Uh, reviews. Tyler. Oh, yeah. Keep those reviews coming, good or bad, but we prefer five-star. <laughs> Shout out to, what was his name? Do you remember? 
uh rosie hunter six or something like that rosie hunter appreciate uh you calling us mama's boys and putting a emoji that looks like female genitalia that is awesome but (laughs) keep the reviews coming in guess what i have a i think even bad reviews help us but we prefer obviously five-star reviews there's no such thing as bad press as they say yeah exactly so um yeah, keep them coming in. Uh, you could leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that. Send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck in an address so we can send a sticker to it. It looks just like a logo behind us here. Also, Rosie, <laughs> we do love our moms. Yeah, we do. Come at me, bro. Call us mama's boys. I do love my mom. Yeah. She's fantastic. Do you not love yours? Maybe maybe he doesn't have one. Maybe he's got two. Everybody had a mom <laughs> at one point. <laughs> you weren't born in a Petri dish. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he was. You Maybe had to come out of whatever you called us at one point, okay, my friend? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Lastly, if you need any parts for your diesel pickup truck, make sure and check out dieselpowerproducts.com. Website is live because the internet is live 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, if you need to talk to one of our knowledgeable sales techs, you have questions on your parts, you can give them a call. They're on the phone 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday. That phone number is 888-993-4373. Make sure that if you are listening to this podcast and you're placing an order to let them know that you are a listener because we tally them up and make sure that the big guys upstairs know that uh, we are not just drinking beer here down for the fun of it, but we're actually helping sell parts because at the end of the day, we're a business. Helps the world go around. Uh, or if you're ordering online uh, in the delivery notes section, go ahead and type in podcast. I can search that and find it. Or if you've ordered in the past or you placed an order forgot to put it in there, no problem. Shoot me a call. Shoot me a DM. Shoot me an email. Anything. Call and talk to one of the sales techs. Say, hey, I forgot to flag one of my orders or something like that. That works as well. I greatly appreciate everybody that's called in to let me know, hey, man, I didn't know you guys wanted to keep track. I've ordered a bunch from you guys. Because I'll be honest, the, the more we tell people about it, the more I get emails like, hey, just so you know, I've, I've ordered like 10 times for you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Like, seriously, that that's, that's good. Last thing, if you're listening to this and you don't order from Diesel Power Products, I want to know why. Legitimately, I want to know why. First of all, I'm kidding. (laughs) First of all, take your hands, put them between your legs, and pull your head out of your ass. (laughs) And start ordering from the best diesel website in the history of websites. Well, I think I saw a vein pop out of your forehead there. (laughs) I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to just shit myself. Real talk, though. I do want to know criticisms, good or bad. Please let me know. Uh, you can email me directly, Ben. And it, it better not be because of parts on back order, because that obviously has nothing to do with us. <laughs> and and honestly, to combat that, we have actually started stocking way more parts here. Um, we literally took shop space from the shop guys yeah. to just stock more stuff. So. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's what we're, we're, try- <laughs> we're trying, all right? We're trying to win here. <laughs> so let's get this episode on the road. This is going to be a good one for anybody who's potentially a new diesel owner or, you know, I wouldn't say similar to you, but somewhat similar to you because it's not your first rodeo, though. Yeah. But that has bought a brand new truck yeah. that has a warranty on it. Warranties are nice. They make you feel good inside. Yeah, especially to, you know, if it's like your first diesel truck and you just, you know, spend a bunch of money on it and you're, you know, you want to have that peace of mind that, you know, warranty is intact, um, which, which honestly is, is definitely peace of mind. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, some of these trucks have pretty decent warranties on them. And if, if you use the truck, uh, for what it's intended to be used for, I mean, it, you know, it, it's, it's, again, it just gives you that extra little peace of mind knowing like, Hey, even if I break down, yeah, it might be a shitty day, but at least I know it's going to get taken care of. Um, you know, cause it, 
and, and also we, you know, we get a ton of questions on this kind of stuff. And the way I used to address it was, you know, should this void your warranty? No. Mm-hmm. But a dealer, I mean, some dealers are extremely strict, which I don't, I honestly don't think that they have the right to void anybody's warranty for something that, the way I always thought about it is a tech that is actually a tech, it's not like just somebody that's just being told what to do, mm-hmm. should be able to find out if said part caused said problem. Yes. I mean, or at least have a, 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 a you know, an educated guess on, you know, hey, yeah, you put this, you know, whatever part on, that's what caused this failure. Um, but there are places that you could do a DPF back exhaust on your new truck and you take it in for an emissions code or something yeah. and they'll say, well, you modified the exhaust. Yeah. No warranty. Eh. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, so, that, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things too, where I, I, I think if I was still in sales and talking to people on it, I would still be like, Hey, give your local dealer a call before you buy anything mm-hmm. and just run it by them and see what they say. You don't even have to give them, them your name. Yeah. You don't even have to give them any information to say, Hey, I bought a new truck from you guys. You know, um, two months ago, I'm thinking about doing this part. Will this void my warranty if I bring it in for service? Like, you don't have to give them any specifics. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. Uh, you know it's, well, it's, it's a great way to feel them out, too, especially if you're not giving them your information. Yeah. Because you never know. They they might very well say, you know, the, you know, as long as you buy all your stuff from banks or as long as you get banks products, we won't void your warranty. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, sh- there I go. There's right there. Or they might say anything that doesn't have, in your case, say, like Mopar, Anything that doesn't say Mopar in the box, void it. Yeah. You've got your feel out right there. Yeah. Then, or, then hang up with them and then call their competitor yeah. <laughs> and ask them the same question. Exactly. Because <laughs> you don't have to take your truck back to the same place you bought it from, obviously. You can take it anywhere. Um, but yeah, it's, it's something that I think I would still check with. What we're going to kind of go over some of the parts that we know are, you know, don't affect anything, whether it be, you know, tuning or. Uh, you know anything adversely to where it, I'd say these they they basically have no argument unless to, they're complete and utter yeah idiots. if they're if they're trying in my in my case this would be like the you don't even have to have common sense I mean, obviously common sense is not so common nowadays <laughs> but like you shouldn't even have to be a like super hardcore diesel tech to understand that these are not going to cause an issue yeah and I'll go ahead and spill the beans the three of them cold air intake yep Thrall sensitivity booster. 100%. And DPF back exhaust. Yeah. There are a couple of like three, I'd say like three or four other ones that are like ne- very close on the list. But these are, those three things, they're, they're so, I don't want to say, they, they are somewhat rudimentary, but they're so topical. But they do make a difference in how the truck drives and how yeah. the truck feels and how it sounds that, you know, you could very well find it and put those parts on a truck and be very happy with it. And know that you're you're not even, in my opinion, close to causing a warranty issue. Yeah, <clears throat> you said sound, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I'm gonna bring this. I'm gonna spill the beans mm-hmm. on this. Okay, yes, we offer these exhaust kits. Okay, exhaust DPF back exhaust. Okay, I was thinking more for intake for sound. Honestly. Okay, okay, fair yeah. enough. Legitimately, conclusions. I'm sorry. I know, but that that, that was part. Of, I was gonna, we were going to get there, but yeah. 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 So let's start with let's start with DPF back exhaust because yeah. I, th- I this is one part that is obviously not going to net you horsepower, huge horsepower, <laughs> if any horsepower, sound, 
sorry. <laughs> what it gives you is it gives you better looks. It does. Which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Isn't bad. Do you want one thing on the new Power Strokes that freaking bugs me? And I've seen this on multiple trucks, so I don't know if this is... And I love new 6.7s. I think they're badass. Like, mm-hmm. I love those trucks. Um, the exhaust tip. On the back of those truck, if you back of those trucks, if you look at the rear of one of those trucks with the factory tailpipe, mm-hmm. the tip is the 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 dual tip that comes out. It's not straight. Yeah, it's pointed down. I freaking hate that. Yeah, it looks hideous. It looks it's lazy. It's, it looks lazy. Yeah. So I, there's a lot of really cool options out there for mm-hmm. if you want something black. If your truck's all blacked out, they have cool like vented tips you can get to you kind of give you the similar. Uh, operation is like the factory dual tips, but that freaking bugs me so much. Like if I owned one of those trucks, I would do a DPF back exhaust immediately because I just cannot stand the mm-hmm. look of that. Especially when a truck is lifted, you could see it even more. Yeah. But it just, it, 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 it looks like it was, it looks like you backed over something. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as what, what Tyler was saying, as far as like the performance and the sound goes and like that, uh, the other way that I would put it to people is, does it give you horsepower? On paper, every exhaust manufacturer, I don't care how much yeah. they stand behind their product, how much they document, every exhaust company is going to say it gives you power, and they'll show you dyno numbers that it went from this and now it's this. On paper, it will. Yeah. New aggressive sound. On paper, again, in an yeah. isolated environment, you take the stock exhaust, DPF back, and their exhaust, is there a difference? Yeah. To the trained ear in a closed environment, in a very sterile atmosphere, Yes, there is a difference, and that's what I mean by on paper. Yeah. To you and me driving down the street, can I tell a difference between a DPF back exhaust and a truck that goes by? No. Yeah, and again, can I tell I'm, a difference in the pedal? No. <laughs> right, and we're not trying to talk down on DPF back exhaust kits. They, I just think that you have to have the mentality when you're going in and looking at it, and you're going to buy it. Go with the one that you like the looks of the most, because yes. that's where it's going to matter the most. And uh, every truck we have here has a DPF back exhaust system on it. It has a DPF, well, except for mine. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it's, um, it's, it's part of the equation. It's part of the equation. It looks better. You can, you know, customize it with tips. I mean, unless you're, you know, if you're a Cummins guy, you can just slide one on because they don't have any fancy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, extravagant tip action going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it again, just go with it with the mentality like I'm not buying this for power. I'm buying this because I want my truck to look better, mm-hmm. which is, I think just as paramount as power. Like, you want your truck to look good. Mm-hmm. You spend a lot of money on your truck, you want it to freaking look good. And these these newer trucks, I mean, they're no slouch in power. No. Okay? I'm not saying that, like, you don't need to do power modifications because your truck make enough power. Like, we always want more. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, when it comes down to, like, well, I've got a truck that makes over 400 horsepower to the tire from the factory with a warranty, do I really need a 500 horsepower truck? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, don't be wrong, I like power. Okay, it, straight up. Everybody, yeah. But it's mm. like, void warranty, get an extra 100 horsepower, or keep warranty, stay at 4, 430, whatever it is, and have a really good operating truck. Yeah. Maybe do a couple small tasteful things to kind of perk it up a little bit. Yeah. So on the note of perking up, that's that's where the next two come in. Yes. The thrall sensitivity booster and the colder intake. Let's talk about the boosters. The boosters. <laughs> that is probably the single best thing you can do on a completely stock truck mm-hmm. to where you put that in and you're going to be like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And there, there, there's a lot more technology that goes into them now than there were before. Yeah. Um, when throttle boosters, when the, I don't want to say when they really, really first came out, but to me, even being part of the industry, 
like the the diesel guys caught on after the gas guys. Oh, for sure. Like the it was what was that called the uh, pedal commander? Uh, the first one that we sold sold was Sprint Booster. Well, there was that one. What was the one for the gas one that just got really popular? I think it was Pedal Commander. Pedal Commander or something like that? I think it was, yeah. Um, And they just started, (coughs) they started coming out with basically anything for everything, and it had like a whole bunch of different adjustments, and then that kind of trickled back over to the diesel side. Yeah. Um, And and the the best way I can put it with a throttle sensitivity booster is it does exactly what the the name sounds like. it's, It's not adding any power to the truck. It's not tuning the truck. It's giving you access to the power the truck is able to make faster. Yes, there are some caveats, and there, there's other there's other companies. Keep in mind, this is not a sponsored episode by any of the companies we're going to talk about here. Yeah. So some of the companies do a bit a little bit different ways, but at the end of the day, they're basically putting your power on tap faster. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those things where um, if you're not like an avid diesel guy who's owned a lot of trucks, like let's say again, this is like your first diesel truck. Uh, you put one of those on there, you're going to think that you just added 100 horsepower. Totally. Uh, and it's uh, ICDI repair. Mm-hmm. They go through tons of those. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy even told me, he's like, man, I put we put these on every single truck, every single new truck we get in here, and people are happy as hell. They think they got a tune on their truck. <laughs> and like, like, obviously, he's telling them what it is. You know, he's not trying to pull a fast one on them and say, yeah. hey, your truck's tuned for 100 extra horsepower. No, it's just... It's just uh, it, it makes such a big difference that you, the 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 truck that I made the biggest difference on for me was my Eco Diesel. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Yeah. Because the the delay in the you hitting the pedal to the engine actually doing something was so freaking huge. Like it, it it was almost scary. And I know they did an update on those trucks later. After for 2014, mm-hmm. they made the throttle uh, the throttle sensitivity even worse. So people were like trying to pull out in traffic and going, I don't have the way. Why is this not reacting? Yeah, like you're floored. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. It was actually, I think, a recall or like some sort of uh, TSB where if mm-hmm. I if I would have brought my truck in, they would have flashed it and I would have had that had that uh, happen to mine as well. And I was like, I'm not doing that. No. Like, you ain't seeing this. First of all, it's, uh, it's a Mexican truck. <laughs> yeah. So it's... Uh... Well, and a lot of those, uh, I would say, early to mid-2000 teens trucks, that was when... Uh, and I started working here in 2014, but like, especially when the, the DEF trucks came out, at least for yeah. Ram. Um, I got so many calls from folks that were just like, you know, I just traded my truck in. I traded in my 07 traded in my 5.9, whatever. I got this new 6.7. Makes great power. Toes my truck or tra- my trailer great. But I got to tell you, I almost got T-boned the other day just trying to get across a goddamn intersection. Yeah. And I wasn't even towing. Yeah. I just had to move, and I put my foot to the floor, and the, the truck, it sat there and felt like it thought for 10 seconds. Yeah. Realistically, no, it's probably close to like a second and a half, two seconds. But still. But that's that's the difference between like- When you're dealing with traffic, trying to get out so you don't yeah. get freaking T-boned, like that's a long time. Especially <laughs> when you're used to something, especially say if they, they came from a, you know- a tuned five nine that was yeah. already kind of like peppy yeah. and wants to go. You get to this thing, it's like oh, I'm going to merge into traffic. I'm going to floor it. I'm going to start merging it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> yeah. So that is one of the things. One of the best things you can do to it. The other things that I really like about thrall sensitivity boosters is, except for one, and we're going to talk about it in a second here, but it's a great stepping stone to if you do plan on tuning the truck later on. It's a great entryway yeah. because. A, it is very actually. Well, we're gonna talk about how it's undetectable for the most part, but it's very undetectable, and 
should you decide you want more later on, I'd say 99% of the throttle sensitivity boosters out there will work with tuning. Pretty much all of them. Yeah. There's only one, and it, it's, it won't, it just, it, it's a like a asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the nice thing about throttle sensitivity boosters is, except, I'm just going to, so Banks. The Banks uh, Pedal Monster. Great option. We have it on, uh, I think, one or two trucks here. Yeah. It's really cool because a lot of the a lot of the companies out there also let you kind of profile your own throttle for certain scenarios and whatnot. You can make sure. your own stuff. You have an app on the phone. Um, the main thing with the Bakes Pedal Monster is all of them plug into the OBD2 port. Yeah. So if you want to run tuning later on, you, theoretically, you could run a splitter mm-hmm. with the OBD2 port and have the throttle sensitivity booster or the Pedal Monster plugged in and then your tuner plugged in. Yep. I will say, and Banks may yell at me for this or something like that, but I, when you start getting those two things, trying to share the OBD2 port, yeah, things just tend to get a little bit glitchy. I'm not saying they won't work, but it just things I, I try to keep as much out of the OBD2 port. Like right. anything ancillary is gone. Yeah. That being said, if you if you like the Banks lineup of products, you can go with their Pedal Monster and just know that if you want to do tuning later on, you just go with the Banks tuner. Yeah. And then they'll be compatible because Banks, yeah. they always make sure they do that and they can put the iDash on there with some tunes on there, get the Derringer, yep. so on and so forth. So just if you get into the Banks pedal monster, you're making, and you think you might want to do tuning later on, just know you're probably, I don't want to say you're pinholed because you can always start over again, but you're kind of joining the Banks family for tuning and, and pedal monster capabilities at that point. Yeah. It's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. Banks makes great products. Yeah. However, if you're one of those people that's like, well, I don't know what kind of tuning I want to do later on. I'm not even sure what I want to do. Then that's when you're going to be looking at the BD option or something from Edge. Yeah. Um, because those do not plug into the OBD2 port, which means they are a complete standalone unit. All they do is plug in, you, you unplug your throttle pedal, put the T connector in there. You're done. Installed. Yeah. Both of, mm-hmm. I think, uh, does the BD one have an app? I know the Edge one does. No, the, B, uh, the BD Edge got, has the new um, that's screen. Right, the small screen. Yeah. yeah. So, and when I say a screen, it's not like a tuner screen. This thing is like smaller than a a, a matchbox. You know, it, it's very well, very small. I mean, it's I'd say it's like you know the big thick shaft matches. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'd say matchbox car. There you go. Yeah, there you go. We all know how okay. big that is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edge Products is an absolute powerhouse when it comes to aftermarket vehicle performance. They have tuning, intake, and exhaust packages for just about any year, make, and model of truck, making it really easy to wake what you have up and get you moving better on down the road. And also monitoring with their Edge Insight Series, probably the best monitor on the market. Yeah, and if you've got stuff on the truck you want to monitor that maybe your stock PCM isn't, they have their EAS system, Expandable Accessory System, which will allow you to add in just about any sensor to any temperature or pressure you have on the truck. Yeah, and especially for you new truck owners out there, one of the most popular add-ons to do is a throttle sensitivity booster, which will drastically improve the drivability of your truck and get you feeling like you just added 100 horsepower without adding nothing at all. So, hell yeah, Edge. Keep making great products, and thanks for sponsoring the show. Woo! But uh, that's probably the size of it. The Edge Amped is a little bit smaller. Um, It basically just has two arrow buttons and then like a a little indicator of like which one Mm -hmm. you're in. But both of those... Um, the edge one is kind of cool because it's, it's customizable. Again, you can download their app and kind of customize profiles for what you have going on. Uh, the BD option basically just has a whole bunch of different options that they have in there. So the nice thing about that is most technicians, I want to say probably, even if you left it in there, wouldn't even know what they're looking at. 
Right. Especially the edge amped one. That thing is so incognito, they had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing there is, if you have any sort of inclination that they may be nailing you for something, if you just physically unplug it and move the screen, you don't even have to uninstall it. Just like shove the wires under the yeah, dash. Yeah, just hide it. And hide it. They will. Ha- there is no record on that. P- there's no record on that truck to begin with. But they would have no idea unless they dug deeper or anything like that. They would have no idea that it's even there. Yep. And that, because that doesn't plug into the OBD2 port and all other kind of stuff, is one of the reasons why it makes it just really good. Uh, wake the truck up undetectable. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like yep. you, I would feel very safe telling someone even with like 0.01 miles on the truck. Put that on oh, the truck. 100%. And if yeah. there, and a if there's an issue, unplug it, take it back. They have no idea what happened. When I got no my, clue. When I got my eco diesel, I had them. They dropped it off at our shop when we had it in the valley. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Even, I think I might have drove it once, and then I pulled it in the parking lot, and Brian was like, "Put this on." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, sweet." <laughs> like it had it had eighty miles on it when I got it because they drove it over from Kellogg, mm-hmm. and I put. Maybe a quarter mile on it. And then I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like, done. Next. Next, Next. is the cold air intake. <clears throat> yes. Now, this one, I I could see some dealerships possibly telling you not to do it because of warranty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because it is something that is you know, controlling the airflow getting into the engine, right? And it does actually touch a sensor because you have your math. Right. Or, I'm sorry, uh, math. Yeah. Should it void your warranty? Absolutely not. Not in First things first, S&B makes the best intake for your truck, for every truck, hands down, no competition. Sorry, everybody else. They just killed it. Yeah, they do. Sorry. They they do a really good job making really high-quality products. Uh, One of the, if for some reason you are not wanting an SMB product, which first off, you're crazy. Second, a good rule of thumb, as far as like, if you don't want to void the warranty on your truck with an intake is look for an intake that has a carb number. Even if you don't live in California, you're all that carb crap. I don't give a shit about it. Okay. I get that. But here's the thing. If you want to have say a really good argument with a dealer, like against a dealership for voiding your warranty, Getting carb compliance is one of the hardest things to do for manufacturers, and it costs and a lot of money, thing. and it is the most strict. That's why you see parts that are 49 state legal, yeah, because it is that hard to get that carb certification. So if a company has jumped through all the hoops and paid the money for it, because it costs a lot of money, don't get me started on freaking taxation and theft type shit, yeah. but it costs a lot of money to get that stuff done, and there's a lot of rules you have to abide by, and they are... When they, the rules they have, you want to talk about like, you forget a comma. Yeah. Start over, no refund. Yeah. Like they, they are seriously, it is, it is that strict. Um, just try and find an intake that has a carb number. Yep. Because that will give you, you know, let's say you're in Indiana, or I assume they don't have a hard emissions, or let's go Montana for some reason. Yeah. Um, and someone's giving you shit about having a colder intake on there. They're like, well, it passes California standards, and California standards... Now, I'm not a genius, but like they're like ten times harder than it is here. Yeah. So uh, I don't see why there's an issue. Right. And that also is going to be the fact uh, key into the fact that if you're finding a carb compliant intake, it's more than likely not the cheapest one. So if you're looking at an intake, it's a tube with a filter. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not the one. Like <laughs> you're probably gonna like the dealership's probably gonna be like, 
did you make this on your own there? <laughs> right. Did you go to AutoZone and get yeah. the do-it-yourself kit? You got the Spectre kit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shame I've used Spectre kits, okay? All right. Golly. They were not on warranty-friendly vehicles, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, an, like a, a 92 Civic. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, and this is, this is where it gets, again, it gets kind of stupid because it's anybody who knows how – engines operate are going to look at something like an SNB intake and go, okay, he's improving airflow into the engine. He's got a good filter on that. It's an eight-layer cotton filter. He's got nice clamps, nice boots. The sensor's in the right location. It's not throwing a code for it. Uh, obviously, there's an increase in airflow, which is going to help the engine overall. There should be no issues with that. Yeah. But again, <clears throat> if you're concerned at this with by any means, if you're concerned, like I said in the beginning, call the dealership that you take it to for service. And just run it by them. Mm -hmm. Just run it by them. Because once they put that in the system, warranty gone, like there's no coming back from that. No. There's none. <laughs> so it's just something you, if you're concerned about that, make sure, do do your homework, make sure they're they're cool with it. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> uh, 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 sound. With an intake, you will gain some sound. Yeah. Is it a lot? It's the same as putting like a, you know, stabbing a BHAF on your 7.3 or on your 5.9? No. Yeah. But is it more than you had before? Yes. Yeah. Okay? It's, it is part of the equation. Uh, and, and for, let's say for me, like if you're if you're thinking about like, you know, what's my money worth? Where, am I, where do I want to put the money? I want to have a little bit to go with there. Thrall sensitivity booster and intake. If you have to do one, thrall sensitivity booster. Straight out the gate. 100%. To just do that. If it, yeah, if it's like, honestly, if he bought a new truck, I that would probably be the first thing that I would do. Yeah, uh, is a throttle sensitivity boost. Yeah, it, it's they're that popular now and they're that good, and it does so much for you. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Now let's let's talk about some of the 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 modifications that I would say are on that kind of like that next tier that are like it really shouldn't, but if they wanted to, they can make it happen. Yeah. Um. The one that comes to my mind the most is gears. Yeah. Now, it sounds kind of weird. Hear me out here. We have run into, you know, I have to paint kind of a picture for you here. So, lots of people put bigger tires on their trucks. Yeah. And they don't re-gear. Where does all that stress go? goes to your transmission. And I'm mostly talking about you 60 RFE guys. Yep. Um, not saying that other trucks are impervious, but the 60 RFE is the most... You know, sensitive. Sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> when you put big tires on a on a Dodge Ram, a '68, a '68 really kind of the shirt, skirt gets a little short. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a lady of the night. It's gonna try to run to its safe spot, yeah. safe space. Gives it up real easy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's the free ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And the problem there is the fix is regearing it. Right. But you may find, and we have have people call back where dealerships, like they'll buy like a nitro ring and gear package from us for a set of 430s to to take their truck, you know, back to where it needs to be if they're on 37s. And the dealership will be like, uh, these aren't Mopar gears, warranty warded. Warranty warded. Warranty voided. And people will be like, okay, well, what wouldn't void the warranty? You got to use Mopar gears. Okay, well, do you make 430s? No. Okay, well, what's the closest gear you can put on my truck that'll work there? Mm, 373s, maybe 410s if we can get them. And it's like, okay, well, 410s are close, but you're still out of the rate. You're, you're still not good. You should be in 430s. Just yeah. so you guys know, as far as this is, everybody talks about this. We have we have a gears heavy episode. I can't remember what number it is. I'll put it in the description. But 
a on a 68 RFE truck, 37s and 430s actually puts you just a your RPMs, let's say at 70 miles an hour, will be just a touch under what they would have been stock with like a 32 inch tire and like 373s. Yeah. Okay. So you're 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 as close as you can get, and technically not technically, but a little bit of history. 430 gear ratio is a relatively newer gear ratio compared to a lot of others. It's because the 37 inch tire got a lot more popular. Yeah. Before it was like you could have 410s or 456s, yep. and 456s on a 37, it's not bad. But back in the day when 37s were kind of unheard of, and it was basically you have 35s or you're basically a monster truck. 456s on 35s. You're screaming. Yeah like, yeah. like you're either towing heavy all the time and you're geared for, you know, ready to rock. Yeah. The truck's screaming all the time. So I can yeah. get why people didn't do that. But so the 430 ratio is relatively new. Yeah. It didn't come out like last year. I'm talking in like the last like 10 years, relatively yeah. new. Um, but they will call back and be like, no, warranty voided. You know, they, they won't let me do that. And it's like, it would be within their best interest if they don't want to warranty a transmission. Well, because well, you're doing the right thing. I know, but here's what they'll do: is they'll void the power, they'll void power, the, or yeah. the the drivetrain mm-hmm. warranty, or like the trans, the transmission. Like, hey, we're not going to cover the transmission because you put larger mm-hmm. tires on it, and it's obviously adding stress to the transmission because your gear ratio. <clears throat> I think it should be a thing like, I maybe it should be something where it's you get like a like a waiver or something that you have to. Okay, I did this size tire. I had these gears installed by this company. Here's the invoice and the receipt for that. Mm-hmm. Like showing I I got it within factory spec as best as I can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like a like I said, like a waiver. Like, okay, don't void my warranty if it comes in for a transmission issue because I'm within the operating range of that transmission with everything that I've done, which I have receipts here for. Mm-hmm. Like I think there should be some sort of leniency with that because I know there's a there's a lot of places that you lift the truck and put bigger wheels and tires and you don't do gears like bye-bye. Well, you th- get you get you'll have your engine warranty. But powertrain well engine's obviously part of powertrain, but like the rest of the you know transmission, mm-hmm. axles, drive shafts, differentials, all that <clears throat> they'll be like, "Yeah, no, sorry." Well, that's th- on you. And there are dealerships that will lift trucks yeah. and put 35s or 37s on it with 342 gears. And happily replace transmissions for you if they did it. If right, if they did it, because the accessories department got the money from you. So yeah, well, yeah, we'll cover it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll just keep replacing transmissions. And when you say, "Well, can we put gears in there?" And if you put gears in there, we'll avoid the warranty. Like, it's like you, I'm trying to fix are it. Are you kidding me? Like personally, I just like to not have this truck in here every year and a half for a freaking transmission. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So that that's one of those things where. Uh, it would be it would behoove the dealership or whoever's providing your warranty to have a proper gear ratio for your tire size. Yeah, just putting that out there. The next one for me, a lift pump. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of trucks out there that would really. Which I, I don't know how many places will actually void your warranty for a lift pump. I could see them like if you have your injectors fail and you have a lift pump on there, they might say, you know. You tampered with, like you talked about the exhaust systems. Like, well, you tampered with the fuel system. We can't point our finger at whether it was the aftermarket system or our system that failed. Yeah. So, uh, tie goes to us, F you. Yeah. You Stupid. Know. Yeah. Stupid. But at the end of the day, they if, if they had anyone there that was worth their salt and could understand how fuel filtration works and pressure and volume works, they'd be like, 
oh, you want to put like a fast titanium or like an air dog, you know, two, four G or five G or fleece dropping. Oh, you want to increase, you know, volume or, or, or like you want to be able to maintain volume and pressure, you know, throughout the RPM range. Yeah, that's fine. You yeah. want to add filtration to the system? Oh, totally. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You should be like, well, in fact, we're going to extend your warranty yeah. since you're doing uh, things that help out the longevity of the engine. Yeah. Can, we're going to extend it. Can we install it for you? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what the hell, guys? <laughs> like, and those are the type of things that like, I, I feel like if, if, a, if that shop had their head not in their ass and were realistic, they would really understand. Because those, those are the, like the two things for me. They're like, they're on that fringe. We're like, the customer's not like, and I'm not talking about the guy that's got like 120 horse injectors trying to fly under the radar is deleted, bringing it back. And, and the dealership like is able to turn a blind eye to deletes for some reason. But then, you know, all of a sudden now they're going to get them on the fast pump. Yeah. I'm talking about the guy that's got like the stock CP4 or CP3, you know, it, <laughs> he's tra- he just wants to get more reliability out of the truck and, and just better overall driving experience. And they're like, no. Yeah. Really guy? Yeah. Come on. Well, I'm going to switch gears on you for just a quick second here. Mm. Things that do void your warranty that shouldn't. And I'm talking CP3 conversions on trucks with CP4s. Like, I think... I mean, I I think Ram kind of came around a little bit because... Set up the plate, yeah. They... We did that whole episode on Ram paying for aftermarket parts, Also, huge. Slight update. We got feedback we from did yes. multiple people yeah they shot us direct messages that were like by the way i did that i got reimbursed i yeah. had to show that a shop did it yeah. i had to show i had to show documentation but it wasn't like they were like they they didn't try to like they didn't try to get out of it basically <clears throat> do you want josh found what so he <clears throat> we were talking oh god this has got to be probably three weeks ago now um he's like hey come here and he, he showed me on his computer that Mopar actually has like a part number for a CP3 conversion and it is crazy cheap. Really? Yeah. Good for them. Like I'm talking like under a thousand bucks. Good for them. Online. That is fantastic. Which we haven't, I haven't talked to him since. So we haven't confirmed if it's real or not, Mm -hmm. but he had someone, I want to say it's like a friend of his or something that like screenshotted his receipt Mm-hmm. And showed it to Josh, and Josh like pulled up part numbers. So they, I, they have something. So something's cooking. Yeah, whether it be they're pulling parts off a of 2019 or, or sorry, a 2021, mm-hmm. and you know installing it on a 19 to 20. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I would assume that's probably what they're doing because everything's the same <laughs> yeah. as far as the engine uh, is concerned, and a lot of the other you know parts of the truck. So, um, kind of, kind of cool. It is something that, is that cool. we are looking at putting on the site if we can get it. Uh, I'll have to ask him about that again because I didn't hear any anything further on that. Keep in mind, uh, this episode is coming out. like We're currently filming on uh, April 13th. There's a good chance by the time you hear this episode, it might actually be on the website. Possibly. Just so you guys know, like we, we film in advance for a lot of these things. This, this is probably coming out like even... Yeah, my birthday is next week. Yeah, it might be coming out like a month from now. So. <laughs> uh, but that that's super cool if Ram actually does that. I. Yeah. <clears throat> not to take away money from the aftermarket parts world or something like that, but when a... No, it adds competition. So now the aftermarket world has got to step up yeah. because they, there's no way they can be more money for like a stock pump CP3 conversion kit, mm-hmm. you know, than aftermarket. So they've got to here's, they've got to come in and... If I had that truck, here's my next question. Huh. If I do that, uh, do you sell the conversion kit from Mopar, no pump? Yeah. And 
does a you know does a pump for a 21 Where like if it? i put an aftermarket pump on a 21 fit on there yeah and that's that's basically what you're saying there with your the parts guy like the aftermarket guys having to come up with something better yeah but and and i could also honestly see ram potentially you know stopping that re the the refund warranty refund recall on there and saying now we have a part number now we have a fix yeah if you didn't it's the gonna past, be just a massive recall Here, yeah you gotta get it's if we out. if you already did yours you're fine yeah like we're not you're not in trouble or anything but from this date forward and it'll be like in six months from now or something like that you know here's the mopar part number we can either sell it to you and have a shop install it or you can bring it in and we can install it here and yeah. that's it yeah i you know Check out this warranty statement. Race it, jump it, off-road it, sled pull it, wreck it, lift it, lower it. We don't care. If you can break it, we'll replace it. You must be talking about Kryptonite. Totally. The best warranty in the business. Yes. And they are a world-class manufacturer for suspension and steering components, especially for you Duramax guys out there. And they're coming in hard with the ball joints for other man- or other platforms as well. I love it. 100%. Whether you're a Ford guy, Dodge guy, they've got suspension and steering parts for you. Check them out on our website. Killer products, killer service. You can't go wrong. And we stock them here in Spokane. We've got shelves of it. Packaging on point, instructions on point. You just can't go wrong with Kryptonite products for your diesel truck. As much as I'm a Ford guy, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, Ford's had their share of, of uh, TSBs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, as far as stepping up to the plate, I got to really give my, you know, hats off to Ram on that one. Oh, me too. Like, that's a huge, that was it. That was a huge thing mm-hmm. for them to b- say like, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll pay for the aftermarket, which obviously has already got this figured out mm-hmm. and it, it works. It, they've obviously looked at, they had to have already known about like the BD kit and, and, and the kits that are out there mm-hmm. to where they, you know, maybe bought one and was like, man, this is a really nice kid. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if they got him and they were like, like damn, this thing's 2000 bucks. Like, you know, Daryl and parts. Yeah. Go ahead and price me out a, you know, 2021, the 2021 parts. Yeah. yeah. What does that add Bracketry. I want the pump and everything, three parts removed from the pump. Price me out that. Yeah. Our cost. And he brought it back and it was probably like 800 bucks. He's like, fuck. <laughs> get ready after yeah. Mark, we're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. But to go to the beginning of this conversation, I don't think that, especially with, with, you know, some of these trucks that have so many problems with CP4s, I think that that should be a considered a warranty friendly mod, uh, because it, you're saving the factory money at that point, because mm-hmm. if they're continually having to replace CP4s, they're not cheap. No. The fuel systems aren't cheap. Injectors aren't cheap. Fuel lines aren't cheap. Labor ain't cheap. Labor ain't cheap. So they're dishing out a ton of money, sometimes over and over, on maybe the same truck. Yeah. Like, um, so it, it, that I I feel should be okay. I honestly I think anything that improves airflow into the engine, whether it be intercooler piping, intercoolers, intake manifolds, as long as it retains all the emissions equipment. I think all that stuff shouldn't void any warranty. If you're improving the efficiency of the engine, you should get a pat on the back and like a, I don't know, a free cookie. (laughs) I feel like there should, there should be a, and this is where I'm going to get a little bit possibly cynical, maybe high horse, if you will, but there needs to be a, 
a certification or you know and maybe it's up to the aftermarket to make the, it's up to the dealership to make that certification or, or like the the only the problem OEM. with that is is dealership to dealership there could be so much deviation in in thought on what should and shouldn't yeah. be good that it's, so it's it, not it would be have to be standard it would have to be a manufacturer then it'd yeah. have to be like chrysler yeah or something like that to make this call but to have them you know pull in a set of say lenny's injectors and test them against their own and realize like holy shit this guy you know should someone want should someone want to make some a little bit more power like we're not going to say we're going to warranty Lenny's 120 horsepower injectors on this brand new truck. Right. But I'll tell you what, if you want to do a set of his Ecos or a set of his 50s, which, you know, not only are more balanced than our stock ones from, from Bosch, sorry, Bosch, but like yeah. they're, they're gourmet injectors. Not only are they better, but the truck runs cleaner. You get our check mark. Yeah. Yeah. You get the Mopar check mark. Yeah. And then that, that should, you know, maintain your warranty. I don't know what kind of. There's probably so much, so freaking, much red tape with that shit, oh, yeah. and they would probably never do it. But it's one of those yeah. things where it's like, eh, you know, it, it's maybe it's time. Or like the aftermarket, the the accessories department. Hey, yeah. you want to set a Lenny's injectors in here? He makes them special for us to our specs only. Yeah, yeah. Put them in the truck. You know, your truck factory is four hundred to the tire. This will make it warranty intact, four fifty to the tire. Yeah, it'll cost you an extra seven thousand dollars. But here's the thing, warranty's intact. Yeah. Because I most like innovation when it comes to parts are from the private sector. Yeah, people like Lenny that are just focusing on one thing and one thing only. Like I'm gonna make this as best as it possibly can. You know, versus you know, you know, Ram making a truck. They're 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 dealing with so many aspects of the truck mm-hmm. to tie everything together to make it as best as they possibly can. Whereas you've got these individual companies that are focusing on one thing, one thing only making it as best as they possibly can. I, I you know, I, I, I agree with you 100% on that. There should be some sort of process that could be done to be like, hey, yeah, th- this is the part you installed. Okay, yeah, it, we're not going to... Like, they don't even have to, um, obviously, warranty said part that has been installed. But at least say, hey, you bought this part from this place. They obviously have a warranty on that said part. But what we're going to do is not void your warranty. Right. Um, so if, if anything happens, like, you know, if the injectors fail, then you obviously go to the manufacturer that made them and you, you deal with the warranty with, with mm-hmm. them, but we're not going to say, Hey, you don't have an engine warranty anymore because you put these injectors in. I think that'd be a fair, I think that's a fair, fair little trade off the there. there. Yeah. Meet in the middle. Yeah. That'd be really cool. <laughs> By the way, we keep saying Lenny, that's dynamite diesel. Yeah. Uh, also tidbit. I mean, if you follow them on social media, they recently just got their certificate or their, their notification back. They have a, a patent. Yeah. On some of their shit. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Like, to, I mean, obviously, I know we refer to him as Lenny by first name because they're up here next to us. Yeah. And not literally next to us, but like in our neck of the woods. We see him all the time. We're all friends with him. Yeah. And to know that, you know, Lenny is a guy who's passionate about injectors, passionate about fuel delivery, and has a crew that's passionate and really pushing the envelope. Yeah. As far as like, what can we do to make this better? To have him to see him have a patent approved, that's badass. Yeah. That's private sector innovation. Exactly. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yep. Okay, last thing we're going to touch on here. Will tuners void your warranty? Most of the time, 100% yes. Anytime you change an engine calibration, it's... And that's one thing. That is one thing that I can kind of understand from a factory standpoint. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Like you're not running our calibration. You're running someone else's and now we have an engine issue. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it did it. You could have very well had a sensor fail completely on its own at zero, zero correlation to the tuning whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like none. But again, playing kind of devil's advocate here, I can understand where they're coming from on that. Most mm-hmm. tuning, should some tuning? No, I think you guys at you know Calibrated Power have got it down as oh, far yeah. as emissions and tack tuning. I think they make the truck run better, cleaner, uh, and netting more power out of the truck, especially transmission tuning for 68 RFEs. That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Um, should it? No. Does it? Yes. I understand where they're coming from. It's kind of hard to argue with them on that one. Yeah. Um, the The best way I can put it, and this is my like, this would be my speech on the phone, is, uh, and then the, usually the next comment that you say after that is like, what if I just set it back to stock and take it out? Okay, it's like, yes, you're not wrong. If you were to say, take it out and put it back to stock and take it out and put the stock tune back on, you know, and you go in because your headlights aren't working or something like that. Chances are they're not going to look at you. They're not going to get you like that. But let's say you do that with a blown transmission. Yeah. They're going to look. And what they can do is they can see that someone was, quote unquote, inside the PCM and it wasn't them. So things have probably changed since I worked at the dealership. Mm-hmm. But what I, re- I remember this truck that came in that came in for a trans, like it's probably, it was probably his second or third transmission mm-hmm. at least. Um, and s- someone has, I can't remember who told me to, but I was looking at this truck and they wanted to find out if it was tuned or not. And the, the way that I saw it was tuned or made the assumption it was tuned was there is a counter in the ECM for the amount of times it was flashed. Mm-hmm. And if you have a truck that, let's say, is a year old, there's maybe two calibrations that it could have. So the flash counter could only say two because the initial flash and then the whatever update. If there, if you go in there and it says 65, <laughs> you're like, okay, this thing was... Because uh, with you know a lot of like downloader type tuners, you're flashing the ECM each time, and it's just counted up mm-hmm. every time you change a power level. Um, I don't know how. In again, this is like before uh, EFI Live. Uh, well, not necessarily before EFI Live, but before EFI Live got big with with diesel trucks, before Easy Link, you know, where there was like just Smarties and edges and and that sort of thing. Um, and they could see it with like a juice with attitude too, because you uh-huh. could see that the the min max of certain sensors was exceeded. Well, that, um, and they don't match up with they, what it, it should have d- been. It doesn't match up what it should have been. But yeah. yeah, but the way we were able to tell, like, hey, this, I am very confident this truck was flash was because of the flash cycles. Like, hey, this 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 O five only had six calibrations, but it says it was two. It was flashed fifteen times. Mm-hmm. So that's a red flag. Um, you know that they're gonna probably void your warranty on. So, so even when I when I worked at Toyota, and this was uh, like oh nine ten, um, if we did anything to the truck that involved flashing the computer, that was that went into the record. Yeah. So it's like, and that so there would at least be a record, and let's, and we were supposed to document on there and our because with our RO, mm-hmm. you know what we did and how many whatever we you know so on and so forth. Yeah. And so if I would have to say if I did something in there. Flashed it, you know, flashed it twice, didn't work, you know, re-da- refreshed my, restarted my computer, flashed it a third time, now it worked. 
even if I didn't put that on there, they would at least know that, say, the truck came in and it was flashed. So we can assume that would have accounted for maybe one or two flashes. And I know we're talking about Toyota's, not turbo diesels, but I'm trying to use this like warranty proto- or uh, dealership protocol as a yeah. thing here. So even if there wasn't record of that, or if there wasn't a, uh, and then let's say, you know, a year later the truck comes in and they're wondering if it had a tuner on it or not. And with this protocol, they at least be able to see, well, the truck was in three times and two of those times, you know, the, the PCM was flashed by us for reasons. So we can assume, you know, let's say that it didn't take for the first two times on each. So it should have, you know, six or seven different flashes on there Yeah. and they come in and they notice it has 85 flashes on it. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, <laughs> and what we mean, uh, and a lot of these times, every time you like change a tune, flash. Every time you adjust something, flash. Yeah. So it, it's the the only way to really get around that. And this is not like a this advice here is to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Or it's your argument against theirs. Is let's say you returned it back to stock, took everything out of the truck, and brought it back to them. During that time that you actually have a truck with a tuner on there, I would minimize how many times you change the tune yeah. minimize how like find your setting stick it there and leave it yeah i'm not saying this will get you out of it you know but like if if they see these numbers and it's so astronomical 150 flashes compared yeah. to we have record of five right there that's a hard argument okay yeah, yeah as opposed to say we have five flashes and you're at 17 yeah it's like you're at least within the wheelhouse there and, and maybe at least they come in and say like the other trucks they've seen well, typically when we see a tuned truck, you know, it's got 150 plus flashes on there because every time this guy's always clicking, you know, econ, you know, max, econ, max, econ, max, econ, max, econ, max. And every time that, that clicks off in there. Yeah. This guy's only got 17. He may have taken it to a private shop. He may have done some stuff. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Give him, that, that's not a get out of jail free car, but it's like something to think about. Yeah. The other thing there too is, again, with like with the intake, the carb number. If you have a tuner that you're interested in, and it has a carb number. That is a a good thing to keep in your back pocket, right? Just it's it's an it's a bargaining chip. It's an arguing side for your side. Like, look, this is forty nine state legal. Yeah, you can argue it, but man, that's a tough one when it, it comes is. To, that's best piece of advice is just I, to take the tuner off before you go in and act like you didn't do anything. Yeah, and, and this is <laughs> and you basically yeah yeah this is a uh, play dumb. <laughs> You're not, you're not going to make... Tu- Did you put a tuner on this truck? Nope. What's a tuner? Nope. What is that? Oh, it's something to increase horsepower. They make those? Oh. Do you guys sell them? <laughs> like, that's what you got to do. It's it's one of those things, and you the, the service rider, having been a service rider, I've never been in this situation because I never worked at a dealership that had tuners and stuff like that, but yeah. the service rider is going to hate you. But this is one of those things where you, if they're... <laughs> I feel like I'm a, I'm a lawyer, like a, uh, you know, cop yeah. off duty teaching to break the law or something like that. But if 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 they're accusing you, if you have no physical evidence of the tuner being on your truck, I'm talking not even like residue on the Velcro where you had it on the dash or the suction yeah. cup markers. Like you just dextered that shit. Yeah. You, know, like you yeah. are good to go. And they keep coming at you with that stuff. You cannot give them a effing millimeter. Yeah. Don't fraction of it. Nope. Tune the truck? Nope. Well, the, we, know, we know you did because it... No. Do you know what the best argument is? Nope. Is, <laughs> I've bought three trucks from you guys, and if you're going to continue to do this little game with me, you can say goodbye because I'm never going to buy a truck from you guys again. That'll make them switch their mood pretty damn quick. <laughs> pretty damn quick. And honestly, do you want to help too? 
is calling the salesman that sold you the truck. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember when we were going to uh, uh, over into Idaho camping, and I my truck threw that check engine light and and whatnot, and was kind of doing some funky things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I called service; they didn't answer. I called sales, and I said, "Hey, I just." bought this truck from you guys i'm headed out of town right now you guys are gonna come and look you guys are gonna look at this truck tonight and sure he's like can you be here in 15 minutes i'm like 25 minutes away i'm like yeah i'll be there in 10 <laughs> coming in hot my wife's like why did you tell him that we're not even close i'm like they're gonna be waiting yeah <laughs> they're gonna be waiting <laughs> so but yeah i mean try i'm not saying go around it but here's the thing if they're gonna hassle you that much Go to the next dealer. Yeah. There, I'm sure there's another one in your area. Like, just go to the next dealer. And this this may be... Keep in mind, I've never bought a brand new diesel truck. Period. Actually, I've never bought a Vanyard vehicle. Never? Never. Oh, wow. No. Closest one I ever bought About was... Two. Two. Uh, my 04 Ranger. Sorry, 01 Ranger. Bought an 04. It's the closest thing I ever got to a new vehicle. That's pretty damn close. Had like 40,000 miles on it. That was the closest thing I ever got. Yeah. Anyways. Um... <laughs> The, you may have a hard time trying to get them to do this, but if you can do this, it again, it's again, it's trying to keep ammo in your pocket. That's what, I'm tr- what we're trying to do here is give you some like, if if you have enough, you know, you might be able to win them over or at least make it debatable or they're split the cost with you or some shit like that. You're just you're trying yeah. to, you're trying not you trying to, yeah. If you have enough ammo to where you sound smarter than the person you're talking to, yeah, you're gonna give them a sense of uh, this guy knows way too much. Yeah, we'll just get him taken care of and get him out of here because he's yeah. There's no way. And to <laughs> and, and as far as like covering your bases, if you're buying a brand new diesel truck or a truck from a dealership, it may not be brand new or something like that. Where you're dealing with a salesman and you're signing a contract, ask him. Yeah. Can I put? You know, I'm thinking about putting these Edge products on my truck. Can I put that? Oh yeah, no problem. Can you write, write that, that down? There. Yeah. Can I sign it? Yeah. Chase out the sales guys. Either going to be like, shit, let me check or. No problem. Yeah. And then you sign it, and then you go back to that same dealership. You pull out that long-ass piece of paper. Hey, Mike D signed this. Yeah. Where is he? He got fired. Don't care. He signed it. Yeah. He was employed when he signed it. He told it's me I could do paper. this. I it's on it. this. It was acknowledged. Fix. Yeah. <laughs> like, you wouldn't want to go one step further. You have a parts list of what you already want to do to the truck. And I'm talking like this is this is like way thought out. I'm starting to get mastermind here on, on guys, but like you bring in an Excel sheet of part numbers and items that you want to put on the truck. Yeah. Can you can you tell me that these items will be okay? Like, can okay I okay for me to do? Like, am I gonna where at what point? Where am I gonna avoid a warranty here if yeah. I am? Because this is exactly what I'm going to do. So you tell me right now before I even sign this. Otherwise, the deal is done. Yeah. And and they they may say <laughs> they probably honestly because they're so used to just dealing like. Fifty-five thousand. Yeah. Forty-eight. <laughs> Let me write this down. Yeah. Fifty-two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what they're used to. Yeah. Like, arguing with is is that not like? Listen, man. I'm gonna do this tuner, this intake, this exhaust, and I'm gonna do this throttle sensitivity booster and a couple of other things that I've listed here. Check it out first. If it's a no go. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> or I mean, or it, it just it, it's just one of those another bargaining chips. And again, this is like after this is, you know, two months of research on parts done before you even walk into the dealership. This is also after you call 
several dealerships to find out if they even will entertain yeah. aftermarket parts. So there's a lot of big brain shit you can do here to try and get yourself in the yeah, right. Yeah, I know it sounds like a lot like to do before you buy a truck because usually it's kind of a, well, at least for me anyways, it's like, I guess I'm going to get a truck today. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, um, but if you're concerned about it, these are the things you'd want to do to just cover your ass. Yeah. Easy enough. I, I kind of want to go buy a new truck now. Yeah. I want to try it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> All right. That being said, folks, hey, if you've got any advice, maybe we missed something here. Yeah. Or, hey, if or you something were, you've done. You've done. I want to hear your story about how you got warranty stuff taken care of. Yeah. I want to hear it in the sure. comments right there. I Hell want I want yeah. to know about because I know there's some guys out there that are like, oh, yeah, well, I, I gave the service writer's mom a stick of gum when we were in high school, and she called him, and I texted her. We went to church, then we played bingo, and I got my shit taken care of. <laughs> I want to hear the stories, yeah, okay, guys? Sure, I want to sure. hear the random stuff. Best place to do that, let's fire up the old chat on YouTube when this comes out, because I'm always pretty lively in there when the day comes out, and obviously the, the week's subsiding, or weeks su- afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> New word there. That being said, new episodes come out every Thursday. Make sure and follow us on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.